Good afternoon. Shadow Attorney General and Liberal spokesman on Indigenous Affairs, Julian Lisa, has quit the opposition front bench over the party's position on the voice referendum. Our political reporter Jennifer Beshwati has the details. Jen, this is a significant move. Yeah, good afternoon. And it couldn't have been an easy decision for Julian Lisa, giving up his portfolios over this matter. But he says it's something that he feels very strongly about. Ten years ago, Julian Lisa worked with Indigenous leaders to draft the original proposal for the voice to Parliament. He says that he can't stand by as his party, the Liberals, campaign against it. And now, being a backbencher, he's free to vote however he likes in Parliament. I believe the time for the voice has come. I believe in local and regional voices. I believe in a national voice drawn from local and regional bodies. And I will support the referendum being put this year. This is what I stand for. This is what I will fight for. Mr Lisa insists he didn't quit because of Peter Dutton, saying it's not about personalities, rather keeping faith with his beliefs. I resign without rancour or bitterness and I remain a loyal Liberal fully committed to the leadership of Peter Dutton. Nonetheless, this is a big blow for opposition leader Peter Dutton, who loses another high-ranking member of his party over the Indigenous voice. His position is at odds with the overwhelming majority of the Liberal Party members uh, in our party room. We want to listen to those people in the communities to get the best possible outcome for them. Uh, the Prime Minister's proposal, which is a Canberra voice, is not going to deliver that outcome. Acting Prime Minister Penny Wong has today welcomed the move, saying she believes the Australian people will also support the referendum. Julian Lisa has shown real strength today. He's put his principles first. He's put his principles ahead of partisan politics. Uh, and we welcome that. And I suspect these Liberals will not be the last to break from Mr Dutton's partisan narrow position. Voters head to the polls sometime between October and December. Jim Beshwadi in Canberra. There's been a massive blowout in the cost of the ambitious Metro West project between Westmead and the city. And as Amelia Brace reports, it's not the only transport problem the new government is facing. Well, good afternoon. The new Premier was firmly focused on the former government today, claiming it's left Labor a series of budget black holes on key infrastructure projects, including Metro West, which is now expected to cost $25 billion, $9 billion more than expected, raising questions over whether the crucial link from the CBD to Parramatta can and will be delivered. We're committed to the projects that we went to the election campaign with, but there's obviously significant challenges ahead of us. The first step is being honest with the people of New South Wales about the scope of those challenges. Meanwhile, the new government is also being briefed on how much issues with Sydney's ferry network have cost the budget, claiming there's been a 134% jump in steering failures, engine breakdowns and defects on the network. In fact, reports show that there have been seven incidents a month over the past year. That means that passengers every week are experiencing up to two incidents. The Transport Minister says the spike in issues has been driven by the introduction of overseas built vessels. 
He is the voice. John Farnham, whose Whispering Jack became the highest-selling Australian album. But how did he get there? A new documentary out soon will reveal more about the much-loved musician. Our chief reporter, Chris Reason, joins us now. Chris, John Farnham has been in our minds recently, of course, with his health battles. And now there's this new trailer out for a doco. Yeah, trailer it is. Just two minutes. A teaser, and it will tease fans of Farnham. And it's lovely to see that they're doing this for him. Um, and it's going to be a fascinating documentary by the, the, the looks of what we're seeing on this on, on this teaser. It basically follows his life all the way from the mundane Melbourne suburbia that he began, uh, all the way through to the international recognition that he received. It's um, it's uh, it's telling the untold story, they say, and there are some interesting insights within just the teaser that we've seen. And it's an interesting and bold move. Some industry experts say they're releasing it first in cinemas, May 18. It goes on screen online and not on TV, not on streaming services. I spoke to David Stratton of Margaret and David fame and he said well it's a way of harnessing a lot of publicity and trying to get uh, some some good marketing value from this uh, this documentary before it finally does hit the screens there's been some interesting tributes as well within that documentary from international stars the likes of Celine Dion Richard Marks Robbie Williams let's take a listen to some of those there was something about his voice that was just so appealing. His voice was incredible he can heal you people just worshiped him it fills in the gap where religion should be and Chris, it also reveals some of the struggles and trials of his life. Yeah, it reveals a lot of things. It reveals, uh, first of all, I might say, it reveals the, the fact that when he recorded the voice um, uh, single, he didn't actually have the rights to do that. And he uh, had to basically go back and try and track those down. They went ahead and recorded it anyway. And of course, the rest is history. One of his most famous and best-selling uh, singles and albums of all time. But yeah, it does also reveal a lot about his past and the struggle he had, particularly with money and even with depression. And let's take a listen to some of that. Either I was working or I was asleep. So when I was awake, I was vulnerable. Do you ever get depressed at all? Yeah, a lot. She said, let's take Robert to McDonald's for dinner, and I actually couldn't take them. We didn't have the money. He was pretty much broke. Well, it looks like a fantastic doco. Rizzo, any update on John Farnham's health? I don't think there's any doubt that he's still struggling and the family have said to us that they will let us know when substantial things happen within his life. We haven't heard from them lately but uh, suffice to say that when he went into that operation 12 hours of surgery last year including complete jaw uh, reconstruction uh, with mouth cancer and then he was back in hospital last month with respiratory illness as well uh, but um, this will they say lift his spirits knowing that fans are out there. They'll be looking forward to this and of course all our best wishes to him Most and Most definitely.